because it feels like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, there you go, you guys. I'm gonna take the lead, and and I don't know what. Uh, I don't know anything. So what do I know anyway? Okay, that is today's episode. <laughs> I know nothing. So what do I know anyway? Yeah. And, and yeah. we're going to talk about the significance of that for you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> oh, is that what the title is? I know nothing. Okay. So you guys, I will share that um, recently I have um, participated in some really beautiful experiences that just deepen my, my spiritual awareness um, and my understanding of like everything. I mean, I, I think I texted Ula and I said, honey, everything is different and yet every nothing has changed. And this is one mm-hmm. of the big takeaways uh, that I had is realizing that I, 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 I went into so many of these experiences over a span of a month. Okay. I, I swear I fell into some portal of something really, really like profound. But every time I would step into these experiences, I had a lot of mental work happening that would convince me that I, I I knew what I was stepping into, right? So I would kind of play out the scenario before it actually happened. And then when I would be in the moment, I would be looking for the evidence to say, okay, this is how I thought it was going to be. And then that actually got in my way. And it created a resistance for me. So it became harder for me to actually be present in the moment, for me to allow these experiences to fully unfold without that resistance and that need for control, because that's all it is, playing a big role. So this, what what's the title again? I know, no, I know nothing, <laughs> so what do I know? <laughs> I know nothing, so what do I know? This was a reframe for me because... <laughs> There was a ceremony that I participated in where the end, the like kind of the golden nugget of revelation was I know nothing about anything, right? I, I Every single experience that I went to, I thought I knew it was going to happen. It wasn't what happened at all, right? The miracle that I experienced with love bug, I wouldn't have ever guessed as, po- as a possibility. I don't know. Where did that come from? And the more that I started to really entertain this, that I know nothing. If you allow yourself to playfully and curiously accept that as truth, I know nothing, all of a sudden your resistance starts to dissolve. Your need for control will either flare up, right? And you'll be like, fuck that. I do know shit. Um, Or if you, again, we're doing this playfully, you Mm -hmm. will notice that your control, your need for control will also subside. And this is what I kept following. It's like, wait a minute. If I know nothing, then how fucking liberating is that? Because now everything in life that unfolds is a new experience of unfolding. And I get to position myself in the receiver's seat of watching it unfold for me. Okay, so this becomes a beautiful pivot for how you navigate your entire freaking life if you allow it. Now, recently, uh, Ula and I were having 
a conversation about, I'm not sure what the details were, but, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a situation that Ula was sharing with me and you had your opinions about what was going Mm -hmm. on in that situation. And then I had my, my thoughts about what was going on in that situation. And then you got clarity and you're like, wait, Gladys, I know nothing. Actually, I don't know anything about this situation. And, and so there you go. I feel free. And then I chimed in with like, well, actually, I think it's this. (laughs) And then I responded back and I'm like, wait a minute, I know nothing. So what do I know anyway? Right. So, so honey, how did this become something that you felt would be valuable to, to talk about today? I think it's because of um, the situation that I had these really strong feelings that I, you know, I was taking things personally mm-hmm. and um, the situation involves other people. But then again, I know nothing. I absolutely know nothing what's going on these people's lives. So why am I taking things personally? And I think a lot of times we create these stories in our heads, especially if there is something that there's no conversation going on or there is a conversation, but it's kind of behind the back kind of conversation. And this is where gossip plays a big role too. And I, I don't do gossip at all because of this exact thing that you know nothing. So again, especially with relationships, when we, when you want to feel good about a relationship, whether it's, it's, you know, a friendship with somebody or your, your romantic relationship or your relationship with your kids don't create these situations inside your head and then start creating that awful restricting feeling inside yourself and taking things personally, especially when you are the one who fucking created these situations in your head, mm-hmm. like <laughs> I did. So don't do that. <laughs> okay. Got it, everybody. All right. Go implement that in your life. We're done. All right. So let's, let's take this now and break it down to, well, how the fuck do we make that happen? Ula? because of course we don't want to feel yucky. Um, so, yeah. so this, this really is about, um, for me, and I'm curious, sweetie, what, what resonates for you. It's about being able to, in the moment, make a decision to not invest your energy in a way that continues to feel really shitty. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And we do it so, so, so often in, on, I, I, I believe most people do it on daily basis. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. turn on the news and all of a sudden you, you know everything and you know nothing. Really? Well, or waking up in the morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember when I was in corporate, every morning I woke up um, with dread in my stomach and a million thoughts racing through my mind. And all those million thoughts were playing out potential scenarios and crises that I might run into at work that day. And so by the time I got out of bed, I was already in a hypervigilant state of anxiety. So for, for, for the purpose of this episode, right? Because we don't want to diminish how real it feels in the moment. I mean, Ula, you are super 
self-aware and you you also have the ability to quickly shift into another emotional uh, state very fast. Um, and this still happens to you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it's important to recognize that when you're in a situation and you're starting to mull over the possibilities of what happened or why someone did or did not do something. And and we're going to stick with relationships because this usually is, it it plays out the most when it involves another person or a situation not unfolding the way you desired. Okay. And those moments you become so invested in it that you cannot see that there is an option to step out of the mulling over. Right. And, and for Ula, this kind of, this trailed around you for a number of weeks. It's not Mm -hmm. like you just had a a couple minutes of experiencing this and then you swept it away. You kept going back to this place where you were taking things personally and you wanted to then kind of put the judgment on the other person and, and let that be a way of you making sense of a a situation playing out the way it did. Mm -hmm. Right. So, when you look at what your own life really honor that these moments are real for you and that they're emotionally taxing. Okay. So let's just, let's just let that be what it is by honoring that. Can you make room to be compassionate towards yourself? Because that, that is what we often miss. We go straight from this situation doesn't feel good. I don't know what's going on, but yet I do know what's going on because I'm going to create a million scenarios of what I think is going on because I know and that person doesn't know. And now you're charged up, but you're usually charging all this energy that you're creating inside externally. And it's all towards who to blame, who to hold responsible, why that person's an asshole and why you shouldn't have them in their, your life. Mm-hmm. But do you ever take a moment to check in with how your heart's feeling around this? Right? So this place of going to gentle compassion towards yourself is, oh, I'm hurt. Well, that's shitty to feel hurt. What am I hurt about? Mm-hmm. Who do I feel hurt me and and Why? Let your story unfold because when you give it space to breathe, that's when you can actually air it out so it doesn't stay inside. Yeah. And with relationships, we often tend to put the blame on other person because it's easier mm-hmm. than look at yourself and why why is this situation or this, you know, whatever the person said or didn't say, why is it hurting you? Like, what is it like um, on last week's episode, we talked about love bug and how Gladys has a lot of, you know, um, baggage from, from, from way back when and how it is all still playing um, on her, her reality to today. So, when we are playing, you know, playing, playing relationships, that's a weird way to put it. <laughs> We're playing relationships. <laughs> but when we have other people around us, we have attracted those people into our life for, you know, one way or another because of the energy that we are putting out. And it can be something that is so old that we don't even identify it anymore. 
mm-hmm. and we don't even know where it came from. So it can be painful to go back that far, but give yourself a break, like mm-hmm. hold space. <laughs> and we love holding space. And we, I promise we're going to have something super, super special for you soon. <laughs> and it's about holding space. <laughs> hold space for you and hold space for for that person who got hurt and forgive yourself. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. You know, sweetie, I talk about this in my book, The Good Goodbye, um, and and taking people through the good goodbye approach, right? Mm -hmm. How do you, I mean, the ultimate, the ultimate goal that we want in these moments is to feel better, right? We don't want to keep walking around feeling all this shittiness inside of us about ourselves, the other person. Um, And when we are taking that energy out on someone, even if it's just in our own brain, that, that actually reinforces um, the way that we're feeling about ourselves even more. So if you're busy being angry at somebody and talking about how they're such an asshole and they're, they're a piece of shit for this reason, that reason, you're actually just creating that energy within you of mm-hmm. – the feeling of assholeness and assholeness, whatever that feels like, and and the shittiness within you. And because we're not taught how to be super attuned to our bodies, we often ignore it. But this is where things like chronic pain show up. Mm-hmm. This is where digestive issues show up. And this has been a big learning for me is that what is your digestive system about? It's about taking in receiving nutrients, but digesting it so you can release it. It has to go through you. It's not meant to go in and stay stuck. Mm-hmm. How many times do you guys take situations in your life? Do you take losses that you've had? You've taken big transitions and changes, things that somebody might've said to you in uh, elementary school and you leave it in you and you leave it in you and you leave mm-hmm. it in you and you leave it in you. And then fast forward a number of decades, you've got digestive problems. Well, it's not that it is solely the digestive problem that's manifested. It's an accumulation of emotional moments where you may not have had opportunities or been supported to digest the experiences that you've been going through. Mm -hmm. And I think we are not taught as children, and I'm trying to change this dynamic with my own kids, is we're not taught that what somebody says or does to you is not a reflection of who you are. It's a reflection of what is going on in their lives. Like I remember from my childhood, there was there was so many situations where I thought that I need to take in this pain and I have to hold on to it and I have to, in a sense, hold space, but I also have to hold on to their pain or their mm-hmm. anger um, or their frustration. Whereas it's like, okay, well, I can just let it go through me. I can be here. I can listen. And then I can be like, okay, well, that's done. Now let's move on to the next one. Like mm-hmm. I don't have to hold on to that energy and say, Oh, I know what's going on. I know. I now I know what's going on. I can say, I know nothing. 
So what do I know? Mm-hmm. And when you do that, again, coming from a place of openness, because if you're defended around this, if you're just saying it to say it because we told you to say it, and <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, it's it's not going to work. Like, a, again, the best way to get into the space to see just how powerful of a, um, I don't want to use the word technique, but I'm going to use it because I, I can't think of another term, of how powerful a technique this can be. First of all, just go back to that place of you're just curiously playing this out. That's Mm -hmm. it. This is just a fun exercise that you're playing out. But go to that place with that person or situation that's been irking you where you have imagined 10 million beautiful scenarios of how that other person is a fuck up and how you're going to hold them responsible and what they need to change and all that kind of stuff. Take that situation and then position yourself from that place of honoring how it hurt you Okay, it's really important that we go there first, how it feels. Check in with your heart. How is my heart feeling right now? Answer from your place of your heart, not your brain. Mm -hmm. This is really hard for people. I was actually witnessing a friend really struggle with this, where every time they got asked a question about feelings, they went to their thoughts. And they would even say, well, I think this and this and this and this. And it's like, no, how do you feel about it? If you're stuck here, go online and Google And look up feelings chart. And maybe we'll even, I'll even look for one and find it and we'll place a link for it because this is something that I used with, um, with several of my therapy clients because we don't have a good vocabulary for our emotions. But when you start to identify how you're feeling and you hold space for that, then go to this place of like, okay, I'm holding space for this experience. It sucked. It hurts. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling scared. Now, what if, I know nothing. Mm -hmm. What if I know nothing about this situation? What would that feel like? And you got to really practice it because your brain's going to be like, yeah, but I know that. that, 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 that." (laughs) I know that that person cheated on me, motherfucker. Right? Like, yes. Right? But all this and not, we're talking about the scenarios that you're playing out in your head, the energy you're investing in things that have not happened. Okay. Mm -hmm. What if you know nothing? How does that feel in your body? How does that feel in your heart emotionally? When you practice this, you will notice that you start to feel lighter and more expansive. Doesn't mean the scenario has changed. It doesn't mean your hurt disappeared. It just means there's more room because now you're not putting limitation on the possibilities. You've released the corset that's around you. And if you know nothing, then what do you know anyway? Mm -hmm. You know what I figured out, honey? The one thing that I think all of us kind of, we all know, like if we really go through this exercise, like what do we really know? I think, and I'm totally guessing, I think the one thing that we really know that we could say, like if we practice this exercise and get rid of all the things that we really assume we know or we presume we know because we're trying to feel in control. It's it's what we love, mm-hmm. who we love. Mm-hmm. I don't know that so-and-so, you know, doesn't have issues going on and that's why they're, they're acting out the shit that they're acting out with me, for example. But I know that I fucking love love bug. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. 
what we usually can boil down to knowing without a shadow of a doubt is based in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you start practicing this technique, it I think the big word that comes to me, what you're starting to feel is relief. Mm-hmm. That release of those those restrictive thoughts and, and energy, it's it's relief. And that can be scary too. Because yeah. that though, if you've been talking to yourself like this and creating scenarios in your head for decades, it's familiar and it can feel comfortable, even though it's un- uncomfortable, it's still comfortable because it's so familiar. So again, we're, we're going to um, have the reset remedy, Gladys's reset remedy and the show notes. So you can practice with that because that really helps your in the physical to to see how what it feels like to release to feel safe to feel secure even when you let go of those crazy stories that you've been telling in your head yeah and as as you feel that relief come in um this is something that just as just as simply as a reset remedy you can use on the day day to day Right. I, I found myself um, the day after this this experience that I had where this beautiful awareness of like, I know nothing uh, came to me. That whole week, I practiced saying I know nothing every single day, just because, just because like I would go outside and be like, oh, it's gorgeous today. I know nothing. <laughs> right. Or, you know, I texted Ula two, three hours ago and she hasn't texted me back. I know nothing, right? Um, any scenario that I was going through, I would follow it up with, I know nothing as a way of catching myself. This is how we, we talk about this often. How do you catch yourself in real time? This is self-awareness practice. But when you start to incorporate this, I know nothing playfully, you realize how much you do not know. And that's liberation. Mm -hmm. That's freedom. And that is what gives you the neutrality energetically to then be open to receiving what will come your way. And this is really fucking difficult if we're bracing ourselves for shit to come our way. Right? So if you don't like this shit coming your way experience, and you've had enough of it in your life, and you want to start to create change around it, then get really fucking clear that you're ready for a new narrative and start practicing this on the day-to-day in really fun, playful, easy ways, yeah. easy scenarios, right? Like you're driving in your car to the grocery store and somebody cuts you, cuts you off. I know nothing. Mm-hmm. How liberating is that? What's going to happen next, universe? Right, right. And I think a fun way of putting this is that you can tell yourself, I know for sure that I know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so what do I know anyway? Exactly. <laughs> I know for sure I know nothing. So what do I know? 
I love it. There's a question that comes to mind. It's like, so then what, so then what the, what the, what am I supposed to do? I don't know. It's like this, if I know nothing, then what's the point of having a brain? Like all that kind of stuff, right? Like I get it, but this is all about control. Our, Mm -hmm. our brains do not just have to be used to try to control our lives and our scenarios before they happen, because that means you're not living in the present. Our minds can actually be beautiful, beautiful antenna to hone in on the energies that you want to surround yourself with more and more so that if you know nothing and you feel liberated by it and you feel relief from it, then your mind can focus in on more of those experiences of liberation and relief. Yeah. And it's it, we're really not talking about like knowledge. You're just still going to have a lot of knowledge in your, in your brain and your, your, you're you're going to be talented and learning new things. This is more about that most often involving other people and different situations in your life that you, you just the narrative ha- can change and it can stop and it it really, really is so liberating, so liberating. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I think there's a little exercise that's gonna come out of this. Um, that I know nothing relief tab. I don't know. We'll think of it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, I know for sure that I don't know anything. No. What did I say? I know for sure. I know nothing. So what do I know? <laughs> you yeah. That's the yeah. exercise. <laughs> That's the exercise. Beautiful. I love it. Coming to you soon, along with all the other things we keep telling you are coming to you soon. But Will and I are still uh, still waiting for the cues on how that will unfold. Because we know nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Happily waiting for the answers to come. And they do come. (laughs) They do. Beautiful. All right, honey. Anything else you wanna you wanna say before we wrap up today? I think that was beautiful. Very, very liberating and fun. Yay! Until next time, you guys. Bye. Bye.